Okay, so I'm going to start again from Siv Dalid. We were up to Reish Nun Ches. We were uh, finishing up Siv Dalid. I'm just going to start from the beginning again. Sorry. Someone makes a statement and says, give a hundred, a hundred Zuz. Meaning, giving, give out Tzlaka and give two hundred Zuz. But the way he words it, he says, give a hundred and a hundred. Or he says, I stay for Torah, or give a Sefer Torah to a Shul. So, the halacha is, Yitnu Lebeis HaKnesa Shahu Ragel. Reish Nun Ches Siv Dalad. So, the, the, the halacha is that he should give to the Shul that he's most accustomed, accustomed to. And he's, he's, he's generally, generally, he patronizes one Shul, he's, he usually goes to one Shul. So, it's, it seems like in the times of, of Chazal already, they had the one shul that you daven in and one shul that you don't daven in. They already had such a concept. So... Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, the Allah is you give it to the, to the shul that you're accustomed to or you sponsor the Kiddush at the one that you're... you're it literally is. That's, the, that's what you do. That's right. That's the, that's the way it goes. That's right. So, and then the halacha is, so the Ramah says, how about Vim Ragobashtayim? Some people have dual memberships, some people are, are dual citizens, and they patronize more than one shul. They're, they're, it's um, either in Midas Shalom, or they appreciate both shuls, whatever the reason is behind it, but they go to two different shuls. So the halacha is, Yitin Lashtayim. So a person, a person said he's going to give a hundred and a hundred, he should give both of them. So the way he does that, he's, he, he, the way, the fact that he said, he said, I'm going to give a hundred, a hundred. So we look at his intention and we say, obviously what he meant was to give a hundred. He's going to deliver a hundred to each one of those shuls. And that's why he said it that way. So, and if not, if that, that wasn't the case, if he said, I'm going to give 200 zuz, then it may be different than maybe that he's obligated to give 200 to both of the shuls because we're not, we're not clear who he meant. But the fact that he said it, he he verbalized it this way, then he should give both of them. So the Ramah doesn't discuss what happens when the guy gives a Sevetera. He's donating a Sevetera and he's he didn't specify which shul and he's and he patronizes two shuls. Which shul do we give that Sevetera to? So I'm not sure the answer to that. I'm not sure I'm not sure where where we do that. And I, I mentioned I mentioned last time that this is um it wasn't a Shiloh, but this is um, literally what happened when my great grandfather um, was. Um, he he wrote a sefatera and he said he was giving donating a sefatera. It was clear where he was giving it to. Um, he was giving it to to the shul that he that he was involved with. Um, he built helped built up. It was the Lakewood Minion in Bar Park, and he it, the Haglas sefatera was supposed to be right after the three weeks. Um, they were getting ready to send out the invitations. And it was on Shiva Asr Batamas. He took a nap and he didn't wake up. They ended up making the Achnas Sefetera the same day that he originally made it. And it was L'ilu Nishmas him. And the Sefetera that he donated was L'ilu Nishmas him. So that was that was clear that he, he, had, an, he had specified which shul he wanted a specific shul because that was the shul that he was involved with. So when a person makes a nether, generally we, we assume that it's the shul that, that he's involved with. 
Obviously, if a person has two different places, then that's going to be a challenge when it comes to a when it comes to when it comes to such a such a kind of um, thing a, as a sefatera, which we're clearly not going to have him to make. I, mean, I shouldn't say clearly not. Um, I would assume we're not going to have him to write two sefatera and give it to two shuls um, because his intention was not to give it to two shuls. His intention was only to give it to one shul. That's what. Um, I think it's clear that the umdin das, when a person says he's donating sefer does not mean that he's going to give to two places. It'd be interesting to make the first point to you give shteipam lechai or whatever. Is that the same? So I think I think it's it would be eighteen and eighteen. Right. So I think it would be the same thing. But if he's not, but it's it, it would be only if he says if someone makes if someone makes a statement and says I'm making um, that I'm giving to tzaka. Um, um, and he says that he just says that in very, in very general terms, and he doesn't specify where where that's going to, um, and he's just making a a nidava. So it may be the aniyim of the city, and it may be that if there's two aniyim in the city, then maybe he should split it to the two aniyim. Um, that may be the case. So you're right. You're right that when a person words it like that, it may be that he's He's giving himself the ability to split it. It's interesting because that's the way people put it. Usually, it's not like thirty cents. Well, people want to make a people want to get high thrown in there, so people say it like that. So the Ramah says, Someone that makes um, makes a donation. He says he's going to pay for the electricity for the light of the shul." So if a person makes a general statement and there's in that city there's a shul and there's a place that people learn and we'll say I'm not not taking away from anything but we're, let's just assume that's the shul and the kail and someone says that he's going to sponsor electricity for the month and we're not sure and he's this person's involved with two organizations and we're not sure which one he's giving so the halacha is then yitin knesses he should give to the shul v'leil and we, he should give it to the shul and not give it to the not to give it to the base medrash. And it's interesting. Why why should a person do that? Why is there more value in 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 a shul over a place that we learn? Um, is there more value in one over the other? Is one more important? So the Taz says that it was that the reason is because we're talking. These are all words of Hilchas Nadarim. That someone made a nether, someone's making a promise that he's giving to tzedakah. So the in the halacha and hilchas nedarim is we go baser lashem bnei adam, and it must have been what was most common when someone donated electricity that it wasn't a common thing that donating to a base medrash, but donating electricity or donating light to a shul that was a common donation. There's a difference as well because when you give light to a shul, it used to be to give the candles, right? By by the omit, that's what you were giving. So or they had candelabras in the middle of the room. Right, so that was that's what they had in the shul, as opposed to they didn't have that. The base manager should probably, it's like every person had their own private candle. Right, so it could be that it wasn't donated in the same way, or it just wasn't the normal way th- people did things. So... So that would be the that that would be this case is that meaning so today's day and age this halacha may not be relevant it would just be it would be dependent on the lashem adam what is the most common way way people talk so if people generally make donations to 
um, for for lighting or for a specific thing to to the kolel more than to the shul, then this halacha would be would be flipped, and it would just it just the reason way, the the way the Ramah read it um, said it was because that was the most common most common way that people actually actually made their neder. So the the Taz over here brings a very interesting um, uh, story. He says that there was a a woman that was nifter, and the Reim Rebelazer Mimitz said that she made a neder for tzedakah, and she made two nedarim for tzedakah, and he and he went and he held on to the money. He took this money that she had promised, and he held on to the money because he was a guy by tzedakah. And he said, so she made made a nether to tzedakah. So now I'm going to be the one to hold it, hold it, and I'm not going to give it to the to the yarshim because I'm already a gabbai tzedakah. Let me just take the money that she promised, and it's a mitzvah kind of very mace, and I and now I'm going to take the money. When she promises it, cold. What? I mean, can't it's basically the fact that she promised it. So she made right. So she made a nether, and he's saying that uh, money that was promised. Would be like would it be for like for the hectares would be like for the or for the. For the garbage, would that be like collecting the chov? Yes, yeah, so that's the way he looked at it. Yes, okay, so it's, it's interesting that you're bringing that up. So I'll, um, so let, let me just say this case, and then there's a pischei chuba that, that addresses addresses your point. So we'll, we'll get to that in one second. So the pischei chuba is really on the next halacha, but I think it's I think it's relevant because you brought it up. Um, so the so the re argued on 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 the rebelazerim mitz. The re argued and he said, he said, you're right. Indeed, you were the. You, she did make another fitzdaka, and we all agree she made another fitzdaka, but she never appointed you to be the one that's going to carry it out. So let the yarshim be the ones to decide where that money is given and and which gabay tzdaka. Just because you're a gabay tzdaka, who said you have the right to go to go take that money? So, so, so he, he took it after, immediately after she. It. Yeah, so immediately after she was nifter. And he took the money. As opposed to that he already had the money, and now the Yarshim wanted it. It should probably be all turned around. It'd be different. Right, meaning if she already went, gave it... He went and took the money that was after, sitting on the table. After right, she after died. she died. Then he took the money because he said she made it's another. Anyway. Right. So the Re said that he, that he disagreed, and he argued on, on, on the Re'im, and said that he doesn't have the ability because he was never the one appointed to be be responsible to take that money, so she didn't say. I want she didn't to say that. right. She if she would have said, "I want the Raim to take the money," then he would have he would have had the ability to take it. But because he was never the one appointed, then then he wasn't able to take that. That was the way. That's the that that's the the way the Taz brings down I that story. I guess he was in the house and there was money on the table. I don't know. She she had promised this money that's sitting here. I'm going to give to Tzaka. Not this what? He said when he stuck up, he had cigarettes. Right, she didn't specify to right to that to that specific thing. So the pischei tshuva, um, it's it's really on the on two halachas later. But he brings up an interesting discussion, an interesting machlekas, and trying to figure out how does stucka work when a person promises money to stucka. Someone makes a nether to stucka. So just the the halacha in, in sivav is someone. Someone makes another for tzedakah, then he's not allowed to to back out. Once he says it, he's not allowed to back, back out of the tzedakah. And if he wants to back out, he's going to need he needs a in a hatars He needs a chacham to be matter, 
um, to be shail on his nether. That we consider if someone, if someone promises he's going to give money to Zedaka, then it's considered a real, a real, a real nether. So the the Pesachet Shuvah has a discussion. He says, said, how, how does that work? Is it considered? And there's a concept, and he works with this concept that Amirasei Lugvoya Kemisirasei Lahediot. There's a a concept by Hektesh that if a person once a person says that I'm going to donate my my safer to the base of Migdash, or I'm going to donate it to to Hektish, then it's, it's as if it was already given. <laughs> and it's it's already in their pos- possession. It's already something given. So therefore, therefore, it's not something that needs to be be. It doesn't need any more um, a Kenyan. It's not. It's not lacking anything. It's already in their position, possession. So with that, there's a discussion of that. Um, so the so the, there's there's regarding this. How would that play out when a person makes a, makes a nether to tzedakah? Is a person, when a person makes a nether and he says, I'm going to give money to tzedakah, is that already already done? It's already given? Or is there still an action that needs to be done? And he says the nafkamina would be, what happens if the person dies? So it's going to both be if the person making the nether dies. And similarly, what happens if the ani dies? Whose money was that? So if it's already given to the Ani, then maybe it was already the Ani's money. And maybe his Yarshim get the money. But it's still sitting in my house. So I never gave it. But if it's already considered given, then maybe maybe it would be considered that the Yarshim of that Ani... Maybe there's will, Yarshim and not Aniyam. Maybe there's Yarshim and not Aniyam. Right, so that, and that really goes into the next Shiloh of what happens is this case... Um, a very interesting case that came to Chassam Sefer that people that there was a that people made a fund in a community that they were going to help a family of Yusayman and they made a three year commitment that and every year that this group of people are going to support this the, this family of Yusayman and they did it for the first two years after two years then this almana, this widow, went and married a really wealthy guy. And now all these people got together and they said, we made an other tzedakah. We promised we're going to give this money, we're going to continue giving this money. So do we have to continue giving the money because we made an other? So there were some people that went and said, we're backing out, we don't have to give it anymore, this guy's a wealthy guy, why do we have to give it? Some people said, there's a mitzvah, there's a, there's a mitzvah we made it, we made a nether, and we have to be, we have to fulfill our nether. He said that that it was a regular mitzvah vesecha tishmar that you have to watch what you said, and a person promised something, you have to fulfill it. So, so that was the shaila to chasam sefer. So chasam sefer answered with a say that we really we really discussed this many times. Um, this idea. Is when a person makes a makes a promise that staka, then we take into consideration the umdin das. What is the what is the regular normal understanding of when when he made that nether? So a person making a nether that a person's promising to support these children for three years, that's part of the nether is that he's assumption the assumption is that they will be poor 
and they're going to be aniyim, they're going to go, they're going to be nitzrachim for the next three years. If that's not the case, then we don't want our neder to be chal on that, if they're not in that situation. So the Chassam Sefer said it's clear to him that they were able to back out, and they did not have to continue paying, paying that support for the third year, because it was not, um, that it wasn't relevant anymore. That wasn't that wasn't what they made the neder. And similarly, that would follow follow for all the all these cases that when someone becomes a, a an asher, and after after there was already a neder letzdaka, or or the person passes away. Then and a person a person promised he's going to give a certain amount of tzedakah for forty days that would that a person should have a refuah shalema, or we're going to have forty women. This just went on the bicker chelim um, chat a moment before we started. That to have forty women get together to make a um, to make challah um, for someone's refuah shalema. So, the person should have a refuah shalema, but if. If the person 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 wouldn't wouldn't be having a refuah wouldn't the situation is not the same? Does the person do, do they they still have to make the challah because they made a neder for that and they they promised they're going to do that? Um, it seems that I I would think that based on the chasam sefer that it, that it's not there was never their intention to do it if the situation is different if if he's if he's all better if, or if the situation is any different at and then and when it comes time to make the challah then they would not have to do that. Okay, Sif Hey. Ha'imer Tnu Kof Kof Zuz La'aniyim. If a person makes a very general statement and he says that he's going to give a hundred, a hundred, meaning he's going to give two hundred Zuz to Aniyim, he's going to give it to poor people. The Allah is Yitnu La'aniyim He should give it to the to the local Aniyim. That is always the first priority is that he gives it to the Aniyim Ircha, Aniyim Ircha Kaidman, is that it, that's that's what always follows. Says the Ramah, that this is the general that this is a general assumption that he's going to give it to the Aniye Ircha. And because Aniye Ircha Kaidman and a person has a responsibility to his own city. However, if the situation we know what his real intention was. He n- never really meant the Aniyim in this city. He meant Aniyim in Israel, he meant Aniyim in, in a different place. Whatever he has um he has he has some Some reason that he he may have had other other intentions in mind. Then the halacha is, then then he would not be obligated to give these aniyim. The Ramah says, what would be the what would be a reason why a person would not give to the local aniyim? He says because that there was a there was an this was in an area that they had CYJL set up and they had many. Many wealthy people leaving over multitudes of money, and there was plenty of money left over for the poor people. So there was no reason for an individual giving stock to support the local aniyim because they were all taken care of. So I'm not sure where they found the city. I, I'm, I'm surprised that there was such a ever concept that there were the aniyim in the city did not need any money. But the Ramah says that imagine for a moment that that was the case. Then a person would his when he's making that stocka then there's a good chance he did not mean that he's supporting the local Aniyim, rather he's supporting Aniyim from a different city. (laughs) 
So, and the Ramal continues and he says, and even if this staka, this money for its staka was sitting by a third party and it was just waiting to give, um, to give, to give, give the staka to someone and now he, now he's nifter. We should hand over the money to the to the Yarshim and we should inform them that this is the nether that was that was done and how he, how he was how a person was going to going to give this. Um, this next case in the Ramah is it just reminds me of a a beautiful idea, which I personally I did it once. It's difficult, but um, I did it once. Victor Miller says if someone wants to really um, overcome themselves, overcome a challenge that they're having, is they should make a nether to give tzedaka, and it should be a very substantial amount. He says in his days when he said it, he, said, he suggested to give a nether of $50, um, assuming that was, that was in the 70s and the 80s when he said it, so now he would probably say more. And you should give it to an organization that you would be embarrassed if they posted that you donated money to them. Said so at Staka. So he was talking to to a group. Um, it seems like it was a group of Hasidim, and and he said, and he said, <laughs> no. So he said, he said, if you're a Samer, then you should give it to Lubavitch, and if you're Lubavitch, you should give it to Samer. Um, it was at the time that Lubavitch and Samer were not not seeing eye to eye. Or yeah, I solved that problem. I just give it anonymously. So no, so he he didn't want an anonymous. Right. Meaning, have your name on it that you should be embarrassed that that now people are going to see that you're. It's it's besides for the money that that a person has to has to pull out, but it was also a level of embarrassment that your name is now on this organization that you're you don't want to be affiliated with. So. So a person that obligates himself to give a knas to tzaka. So whatever the situation is, that whatever arises, he's going to he's going to give himself a penalty that he's going to give tzaka to 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 anim. His obligation is to give it to the anim in the local city. And he should not say that he's giving it to other poor people. His obligation is to give to the locals. And this is money that's considered that it's that people are are able to claim it. So the Gabe is able to come and knock on his door. If people know about this penalty that he gave himself, then people are allowed to the Gabe is allowed to knock on his door and claim the money. Send him an invoice and charge him that he has to pay up. Someone that makes a donation of a lot of money. And he tells his, his Yarshim, so I guess I'm assuming that this is a person who is the end of life, and he's telling his children how to distribute his funds, and he tells them to give it to whoever they want. And he, and he says, he specifies, he says, you're not obligated to the locals, you can give it to whoever you want. If you want to give it to the to Aniyim from a different city, you're allowed to do that. So the halacha is at that point mikri mamin she'en loytayvim ve'en gabayir yachalach lachayf aisan loytayvan she'ikaymu tzavas hames. At that point, there's no one that's able to claim and say you are obligated to give us 
and every organization always um, knocks on their door um, immediately after a person passes away, especially if they have money, then everyone comes to, to the Shiva house and everyone suddenly becomes very good friends with them because it's going to be major distributions. And these Aniyim, and, the, and so these Yarshim say, well, we're not obligated to give anyone because our father did not, want, did not specify that the money does not have to stay locally so they could go wherever they want. Even though it seems that they're going and they're being over and they're stealing from the local aniyim, this money is money that is does not have anyone that's able to claim it. Because they have the ability to give it to whoever they want. And even if there were two people responsible, they can't they can't implement another, they can't um, appoint another person to, to be responsible for this money. Rather, whoever whoever got the command is the one that's going to distribute it. And even staka from locals, so a regular person in the city, unless he's the gabay staka, is not allowed to collect money from the locals and he can't come and say say to people, you have to pay up, unless he has permission from the Gabay Tzaka. The only one that has the ability to go around to the locals and tell them to pay up their 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 bill to fulfill their invoice is only the Gabay. So it's it's interesting to think about this idea of when we have many people getting involved and saying and starting to claim people that they should pay up their dues, is the only one that has the, resp- the ability is either the person that's in charge or the people that got permission to collect well, and not doesn't the Gabbai give permission to those people to go collect saying there's just so. unspoken con- no, as long as they get pretty, the money I have to say I think it's a pretty spoken thing it's like they have a committee meeting they say okay we need to go speak to these people and then they send out to speak to those people right okay okay that's that's when there's actually um, when it's delegated and it's and it's worked like that often people just take their responsibility and feel that they're they have the reins and they they want to be collecting for um to try to help out which is sometimes could be an annoyance to the people that are being collected from and then the, the Ramah finishes off this someone that is gives a mana to hektish and he doesn't have any money then we make a payment plan the same way we do for every other every other that a person a person doesn't have the funds readily available and we, we try to work on something that to make it available for him that make it make it easier for him to pay up so we do the same thing for Tzedakah if someone doesn't have the money right now and a person made, made a large a large donation then and a large commitment then, then we make a they make a payment plan that way to make it easier for them to pay up. Okay, there's a lot still to speak about this halacha. There's there's the nice kalim, which Mitzvahim will get to next week. Yeah. Very good.